Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Mastering Dating, the podcast with Cara Cole. Y'all know that I get excited when it's time for us to have our girl talks. I'm so happy to actually have a space that we can do this in. I hope you have been enjoying the podcast because I surely have. Make sure you are leaving comments, interacting with us on Instagram, the Little Black Book Period Collections, on IG, on Facebook. Message me, participate. I want to know what's going on. What are your thoughts? Like, this is a back and forth. I want this to be interactive. I also want to point out all the trends that I've been doing lately as far as the red flag songs, the red flags to be cautious of, the red flags it might be you. This is all to improve our mentality as far as how we can control our thoughts to get us through things, right? So sometimes it is us, and we have to be reflective of of that. Sometimes it's us because we don't understand the moment at the time. And all we have to do is get clarity. And that's why I want us to have these discussions. And that's why we record on this podcast. And that's why we make sure to post on the Instagram page and do post questions and interact with you all. Because at some point, I would love for us to have live sessions where I can actually talk to you. Um, But of course, time. Timing is everything. So that is surely to come. But today, let's jump into our new topic. It is finding a man is easy. And although that may sound like craziness, because I know that you all are thinking finding a man is not easy, but it is. We see men all the time, whether we are interested in them or not. So yes, finding the right man may be hard, but finding a man is easy. So if finding the right man is hard, why you keep saying yes to all the wrong ones? That's what we're going to talk about today how you can literally keep the power of choosing in your pocket because too often you're being chosen, losing all of your power. Let's talk about it. So if I was to ask you right now, what do you want out of a man? What type of man do you want? Would you know how to answer that? Because when you are approached, Of course, you don't see everything that you want, right? You don't know all of who that person is, just like he doesn't know all of who you may be, all of uh, your character traits. All you see are the physicals. You see how tall someone is. You see their body shape, stature. um, You hear them speaking. You uh, can sense or get an idea if you are in conversation to know what they do for a living, how they present themselves. That's all you know. You don't know who they are as a person. You don't know relationships that they have with people in their lives. So, of course, we know that everybody wants that six, two, six, three and up. We know this. That's not something that I'm going to shy away from at all as we talk about this today. I want us to understand that, yes, you can have and get exactly what you want. Absolutely. But I do want us to be very, very careful with being so fixated on being six, five and higher that you accept being tall, but you don't realize that this person has trauma that they haven't handled. Or he's so fine, his body is this, that, and the third, and he's athletic because that's the build that you like, yet he's not stable in life right now. But you're okay because he looks good. I need us to shy away from that. Although those things are important, I need you to understand where they are on your list. And no, you don't have to have a physical list, but if you need to, in order to keep track of that, please do it. 
And don't put that physical list on a sheet of paper. Put it in your phone so you can be constantly reminded of your expectations. Go to your notes and jot down some things. And the first thing on there is not, he needs to be this height. He needs to be this weight. He needs to, I want you to really think about what you want out of a partner. So I wanted to quote a little something from the book, The Little Black Book, Mastering the Art of Dating, of course. But I want you to think about these really quickly, and we're going to talk about them, but I want to read them directly from the book to keep track of how we can set ourselves up. So if you don't know where to start as far as what you want from a person, from a spouse, think about, I want him to treat me like. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought? I know we question it when we're already in a relationship and you're like, well, why can't you do this, that, and the third? And why haven't you done that? How do you get so far in a relationship that you have to go backwards to ask why they aren't doing things to court you or to date you? Because of course, when you get in relationships, you are constantly dating still. You are still enjoying each other's company. It does not stop. The moment that it stops, something's going bad. The moment you stop loving on each other, something's going south. So I want us to really get into the character traits of a person and what you actually want from someone before we go into all the physical attributes, which like I said, don't make a face. Physical attributions are absolutely important because I need you to be attracted to him just like I want him to be attracted to you. Not a one-way street. So I want him to treat me. Example would be like with respect, something as small as not being on his phone during dates, opening doors, bigger battles such as communication or considerations when plans changes or there's a disagreement. Yes, do we think about this when we're meeting people? Do we think about this when we're dating people? I don't think you do, sis. So I'm talking to you today because I really want you to think about that part. When you go out with someone, yeah, he looks good, but how is he treating you on the date? Because I think sometimes we get fixated on trying to be everything and present ourselves to be everything for the date itself. And then just being in awe of someone because we're on that date that you don't hold them accountable to anything else. Get out of the habit of doing that. How does he treat you? How is he handling the night? I need you to think about that. I want him to be... This would be examples like a family-oriented person, a hard worker, a kind person. I want him to have, this would be something like patience, determination, a good work ethic. This is where the desires get tricky because then you'll start naming things that you want him to have as far as jobs and material things, as far as must-haves, right? But if you are not doing that bare minimum stuff that you've been doing, I just popped you on the hand. If you stop doing that bare minimum stuff, you won't even have to list that as something that you want because that's a given. And I'm not saying that, oh, everyone has to be this, that, and the third. But whatever your expectations are as far as what you want, knowing what you already bring forth, you don't have to question or say, well, I want him to be financially stable. Well, duh. Who are you, who are you allowing yourself to be around? Who are you giving access to? That's what that comes down to. That has nothing to do with the man. That has everything to do with you. You are responsible for making sure someone shows up correct to you. If you realize that that person is not where he needs to be at that moment, especially if it's like a struggle, then you have to make a decision. 
But if you're not doing that bare minimum, if you're understanding that the ground is not where we're starting, stop starting from the ground. We are adults, full-blown adults. Stop starting from the ground. I do want you to understand, though, I'm not suggesting that there's no room for growth in your man of interest, right? But what I am saying is that when we are not trying to build a man here, we are not putting a man together physically, like on our list, absolutely, because that's those are what we want. Those are the things and the attributes that we want that man to possess. But when we meet someone, we're not trying to create this idea of, let me do this, that, and the third so you can be all that I want you to be. Stop doing that. See who that person is in front of you. And this is when we go back to potential and reality. See who that person is in front of you and then decide based off of your list and your wants and your desires and your needs. I shouldn't even say wants because the looks and the attractiveness and things like that, those are your wants, right? The needs are how he treats you, how he loves you, how he does his family, um, being a, a gentleman, um, having respect for you. That's what you need. I want you in that mindset. So just to let you know, because I am this person that is extremely reflective. And if no one can tell us when we're wrong, I'm going to tell us when we're wrong. Because wanting such a man that can do all of the above for you, show up for you in every way possible that you can imagine, that I know you just put on your list, make sure you are in the position to not only have yourself together so that it's a team effort, but to hold yourself in a manner that attracts that as well. I'm not saying you can't have fun with your girlfriends when you go out. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying whatever you present yourself as and how you accept things when they come to you, approach you, is the treatment you're going to get from that person. Because either you're willing to accept or you're willing to deny. And if you're willing to accept it, that person in front of you sees that. If you're denying that, that person in front of you sees that. It's a, a access or deny. So things to consider with determining what's important to you. I want you to think about this. Take notes if you need to, but really just think about this and answer as you go out loud if you need to. I just want, when I say take notes if you have to, I don't say that for me. I say that for you because part of remembering things is when we hear it, when we read it, when we write it. You have all of that in your hand. And if you constantly remind yourself of what your expectations and your standards are and what you're willing to deal with and not deal with, then you will not just take anything when it approaches you. So again, let's talk about things that may be important to you. If it's not important to you, don't worry about it. It should be important to you. I'm not just making things up. But if it's not important to you, that's me. That's my preference. You may have other things that you've deemed to be important. Write that down. Would you like someone who's family oriented? What does that look like for you? Is he in communication with his parents, siblings, kids? What does that look like for you? If there is a disagreement between the two of you, how would you like your partner to handle it? Will he initiate the discussion? Will he be able to express himself clearly? Is he able to listen and try to understand your feelings and your perspective? Or is he creating an argument every time you express yourself? That tells you who someone is. How does he communicate? Is he a person who yells? Do you feel safe or comfortable expressing yourself to him? Because, of course, you may be a person to yell. But is it disrespectful? Because understand this, 
what you accept today, they will continue. It will not automatically change when you all get in a committed relationship. It will not automatically change because you two are taking it serious and deciding to move things further if it goes into a engagement or a marriage. That person who he presents himself as, if he is talking to you in a matter that makes you feel uncomfortable or degrading, that will keep going. That will not change overnight. I'm not saying people can't grow and fix things that may be issues. Therapy needs to be included in that discussion. But accept the person that's in front of you. What did we talk about with potential in reality? You are not here to build a man. You are not here to creatively think in your head, daydreaming. If he was to just stop calling me out my name, we would be okay. No, no, ma'am. That's not, that's not what we're doing. If he was to just take me out, if he was to just be a gentleman and open my doors and if he was to just start paying for meals and you know you've been picking up a tab, which I'm still confused on why some of you ladies are doing that all the time, but neither here nor there because that's not my business. I'm just trying to support you in all other ways, but I know you will do and continue to do what you want. I'm just letting you know that there's a such thing as having high standards, sticking to them, and then not getting away from that. And that's what I want you to do. Stick to your standards. Does he shut you out? Is he patient and kind? Does he handle you with care? How is he morally? What's important to him in life? How does he treat others around him? Friends, family, strangers, especially people in service. So when you talk about things like that, I want you to understand that Again, you can add to this, you can take some things away, but I think that alone is a lot with character. You can tell how a person may treat his sister, talk to his sister, talk to his mom, the respect for his family, how he shows up for them. If he is truly interested in you, especially in a relationship, because of course in dating, you don't see all of that firsthand. But I want you to be aware of it still because the first sign of a red flag, stop ignoring it. I also want to touch on not accepting BS because a man comes to you as though he has it together. Because a lot of times when men are in a good position as far as how they exist in the world, um, who they show up as financially, if however they show up, if they have it together, I don't want you to assume that you still have to accept the BS that they pour out, spill out because of that. You also have it together. Who people show up as in the world is a real thing. You can find another person that is on your level. You can find another person that may have the things that you feel like you need, okay? Or you can work towards getting those things. I want us to also understand that although I'm talking about how this person treats you and you're talking about a date, so you haven't really done that part yet, I'm talking about it before you meet this potential person because I want you to already have this in the back of your head. I want you to already be thinking about the actions that he's showing you at this date through text, through phone calls, um, the consistency of it all. I want you to think of all this as far as what you want in the future today so that you can realize the person in front of you if that person is able to match you. I don't want you meeting someone and then working backwards to say, okay, so we're working out really well, but I wonder if he has this, that, and the third, or if he does this, that, and the No, I want you to already have it in your head that this is what I want. This is what I will accept. I won't go lower. I will not change or deviate from the plan. 
And I'm not saying that things don't adjust, right? Because, of course, growing, things always change. Meeting people, different experiences will always change your perspective. So don't say or don't think that I'm just like, oh, someone has to come to me completely correct. No, I'm saying that there's always room for growth. I'm saying that you probably even have your room that you need to to grow in. So I want us to accept that, but also don't put yourself in the position to just deal with things. I don't want us dealing with any, just to deal with it. I do want to touch on exes real quick because I feel like this is important to think about. When you talk about your ex and things that you have dealt with with your ex, and things that you have accepted or you keep accepting with this person that you're currently dating or in a relationship with. Ask yourself why. If you are unhappy right now, ask yourself, why am I accepting this? And if your answer is because you love him, it's not enough. I put on Instagram not too long ago, um, I did a little voiceover reel situation where it was a girl going through something, point of view, and then I asked, what do you love about him? Because, you know, that's the first thing people say, women say, if we are being put through the ringer by a man, the first thing that a woman will say is, I love him, but I love him so much. I'm asking you right now, what do you love about him? If you cannot say the way he treats you, and show up for you. Love is not enough. Love will never be enough. It's always more to love. The lust is always more to lust. It's always more to love. You have to deal with people. A relationship is not based off of looks. This person is going to be in your face. If it progresses, this person is going to be in your, in your house, in your apartment, your flat. This person is going to be with you. What do you love about them? If you can't tell me that, I think you need to rethink some things. An ex that keeps calling your phone, I'll always be there for you. You know how that go. Explain to me why he couldn't be there for you when you were with him. We love talking about how an ex could be a best friend now. And I get it. You may have spent so much time with this person that you're like, nah, we really just cool. Mm-hmm. Really just cool. Do they know boundaries? Do they think they have to vet someone that you start dating? And why do they think that? Are you complaining about your spouse or a potential to your ex? What are their responses? I want you to think of all of this because sometimes we can still be holding on to things or getting influences by way of people and we don't realize that we're taking that into the future. We don't realize that mind games and manipulation is still occurring. Get yourself out of that repeated cycle. If you still have to deal with your ex due to circumstances of having children together or seeing that person constantly or having the same group of friends, create your boundaries. Create your boundaries. Allow that person to realize that you are not who you were in that relationship any longer. Because a lot of times when we talk about this finding a man is easy or finding someone or being with someone that we actually want to be with, 
we put put ourselves into this uh, cycle of we put ourselves in this cycle of trying to prove ourselves. I want us to stop trying to prove ourselves. I want us to show up every day in every situation who we are, as who we are, completely, genuinely, who are you? That's how I want you to show up in every situation. And that includes the people from your past because a lot of people, and honestly, this is going to be a little difficult. This goes for friends, this goes for exes, this goes for family. As you start growing, people are going to fall off. People are going to become uncomfortable because who they once knew you as, you are no longer. Once you learn something, it's a moment of reflection and you don't do the same things you used to. It's certain people that want to keep you where you used to be. I need you to stop allowing them to do that. Stop allowing, if you know for a fact that you're working, you have healed from things. You have done the work as far as self-help situations. You have created, because you can create yourself over and over and over again. And I'm not saying, you know, show this fake persona. I'm saying as you grow and you heal and you evolve, you are willing to accept or deny certain things. So just because people from your past, no matter who it is, or your present, whether it's friends and family, like I stated before, as you're working through this, they're not going to quite understand this. Or they see you and they're like, you changed. Absolutely, I have. Own it. Once you own things, people can't use it against you. Absolutely, I'm growing. Absolutely, I set boundaries and I'm no longer allowing people to speak to me like this. Absolutely, I'm separating myself from things that I feel that are negative and not being poured into me. Absolutely, am I calming down my communication with certain friends because I see that it's not going anywhere? Or absolutely, am I getting space from that ex that is trying to still show up for whatever reason to still be a part of uh, or feel like he is a part of my life? And then start asking yourself too, because although these, although these people, excuse me, are doing this, why are you allowing them to? What is it that you feel obligated about? Think about that and tell yourself, I'm not who I used to be. Because that's growth, girl. And I'm happy that you're experiencing it. But I just want to let you know that you're bomb, right? You are bomb. Even if you're not there yet, you are bomb because you're working on being there. And what people don't realize is this life, as we evolve, as things around us evolve, is not to be taken for granted. I want you to experience everything of love and happiness and just pure joy. It's miserable people out here. And those miserable people absolutely love company. And we hear this often, but I don't think y'all think about it to the extent that I think about it. Because I'm just like, if people are unhappy, it's not really easy for them to see happiness. And although that's hard to even take, especially if it's people close to you, whether that be family, friends, or someone you found comfort in in the past, you have to digest that, accept or deny. Everybody won't be happy for you. Everybody won't be happy for your growth. Everybody won't commend you for choosing you. And that's okay too, because it's not about them. Just like I stated in the book, this process, this journey, this change that's happening right now, it's not about me. It's not about them. It's all about you. Finding a man is easy, sis. <laughs>